You're listening to the Citrus Church Podcast. Now, here's the message. Hi, my name is Jared Cunningham, worship leader for Citrus Church. And I'm Brian Johnson, pastor for Citrus Church. Brian, I have some bad news. Okay. I think we need to rename the podcast. What happened? I I feel like this is, we did the Asking for a Friend series. Right. We talked about prayer. We talked about giving. We talked about having doubts. Mm -hmm. Then a couple weeks ago, Amy and I talked about the reason why we worship. And I feel like this is basically asking for a friend part five. So we might need to, we might need to rename it. We'll see. We got it. Here's an idea. So Disney plus has come out and we've got Forky ask a question. So I think we're on good grounding. If we, if we shift gears and call the podcast asking for a friend at the same time, I don't know if we want to like say we're asking for friends. We'd love it if you'd be our friends. Right. But I don't think we're asking for a friend that might get misinterpreted. And we probably need to steer clear of a uh, Disney intellectual property. Also true. Also Fair true. enough. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they probably had their idea first. <laughs> I would assume. I would assume. Maybe a few months for ours. Maybe a few. But first week of December. Mm-hmm. Today it's actually cold. I had to like put on a long sleeve and a jacket. I know. But with the cold comes Advent. That's right. And we probably need to let the listeners know that we're recording live at my at, at the Johnson Studios, which is my house. Or I thought we were calling this Brian's Dining Room Studios. Brian's Dining Room Studios. Yes. So there may be children in the background. Maybe. And that's what possibly. that noise is. We'll see. But yeah, so we're asking okay. for a friend today. We're at, what are we asking about? What is Advent? That's what we're asking. And the reason that came about is, I'll be honest, I didn't know what Advent was. I've mm-hmm. been part of the United Methodist Church for about five or six years. Played Advent services, chose mm-hmm. songs for Advent services, but I didn't really know what Advent was. Yeah. And I didn't really ask because it seemed like everyone else knew and seemed like you were supposed to know. <laughs> I didn't really know what Advent was till I started planning this year's Advent service. So if you'd elaborate on what Advent is. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I was in the same boat too. I had to learn what Advent was kind of when I got kind of towards the end of seminary and then kind of lived it in practice and was trying to figure out, well, why... Why are we doing all this? What is this term? I don't remember coming across this in the Bible. <laughs> and even you said, too, you don't remember that from kind of your education and, um, and studies in the Bible, the word Advent, right? Yeah, so I'll share a little bit. So Advent is, so Forky asked a question, what is Advent? Or uh, asking for a friend part five. Or asking for a friend part five, whichever one keeps us out of trouble. Yeah. Um, so Advent is actually, it's a word that some people aren't sure about because it's not in the Bible. The word Advent does not exist in the Bible and that's because it's a Latin word. Uh, so the background of that is the concept of Advent is in the Bible. And the idea of, of it is basically this. It points uh, to this idea that um, in a season of the year, we look back and we look ahead. And, and basically what it's doing is saying that the first coming of Jesus, the first arrival of Jesus was in a manger as a baby. Um, and then the second coming of Jesus will be at the end to make all things right and to bring peace. And so basically in Advent, we're, we're looking back and remembering God's faithfulness with the baby in the manger, and we're looking ahead, and we're remembering the promises that if God was faithful then, he'll definitely bring Jesus again to set all things right in the world. Um, and so the, the word that actually comes from, the way it comes from, it, the, the Greek word is parousia, parousia, which is fun to say. Um, that one shows up at least 24 times in the Bible. Um, so that, of course, would be in Greek. When the Bible was translated and, and Latin kind of became the norm, uh, parousia was translated into Advent. And so while that term doesn't show up in the Bible, the, the concept is certainly there 
parousia being the coming of Jesus. So there you go. So to clarify, I know the answer. Right. But I'm right. asking for a friend. Right. To clarify, not only are we observing Christ's first coming to earth, mm-hmm. we're also looking forward to the second. Exactly, yeah. One of my favorite phrases came from some of the children's ministry things that we did last year as a church. And it was a, a, a catchphrase we were trying to teach the kids that basically said, watch and wait for Jesus. And I, that really has made the most sense to me. Watch and wait for Jesus. Advent means we watch and we wait for Jesus. And it's a season that's not necessarily about presence in Christmas. It's it, That's part of it. But it's about helping us to train ourselves to watch for Jesus and to wait for him. Yeah. And I'll throw a little another piece in there, too. This whole idea of this season and where it comes from is part of what we call our liturgical calendar. Don't fall asleep on me yet. Stay with me for a second. I'm still with you. Um, While the liturgical calendar may call to mind all sorts of maybe traditional images and reminders, what it basically is is a calendar that the church has followed for more than a thousand years. And, And essentially what it does is over the course of a year, it takes us through different scriptures and different seasons and basically helps us to walk a year in the life of Jesus. And so we begin with his birth right now. We walk through his life and his ministry. Um, it seems to end at his death, but then there's the resurrection. And so really what I like about it is it's a way of living that helps us to follow the life of Jesus. So that's why we're doing the season of his birth. Now there's also this, this thing. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. I understand <laughs> it. But asking for a friend. Right. There's these themes that churches have. Some of yeah. them bounce around from hope, love, joy, peace, adoration, mm-hmm. praise and worship of God, as well as actually preparation and candles of waiting. So could you talk a little bit about how those themes play into Advent? Yeah, and most people probably know these because they maybe grew up in a tradition or they're part of one now, like at Citrus, where we light an Advent wreath. Um, and so that's one of the, the customs of the season is to light the Advent wreath um, and those candles are each supposed to represent one of those themes. And they're not like set in stone. Jesus didn't say like, thou shalt light the candles and call it hope and then peace and then joy because I can't ever keep them in the right order. But, but the, the idea was it gave us a theme to focus on each week, a, a part of what it means to watch and wait for Jesus, to watch and wait with hope and um, with faith and with joy. And so that's why we see the Advent candle itself. Um, and some fun things about that, that actually showed up um, a long time ago. And the whole place where the Advent wreath came from, it seems to be that most people tend to agree, uh, was that it came from um, a priest. And it, he was a priest who oversaw an orphanage. And I, <laughs> I can kind of picture this. He seems like he got tired of the kids asking, like, is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? And so the wreath was a way of saying, like, pace yourselves. Like, we'll light a candle each week. And so the candle burns down and the children can see the progression and how it kind of builds. So whether it's a circular candle or just candles on a line, what it's doing is helping us to kind of live life with patience, not just for presence, um, but towards God's coming. Um, And all the candles are purple. There's one that's pink. There's all kinds of theories as to why that is. In my head, somebody just ran out of purple candles, stuck a pink one in there, and we made a tradition out of it. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds, I could believe that. <laughs> that sounds like how churches work, right? Pretty much. We've always Pretty done much. it this way. Yeah, it's always been this way. Don't, yeah. Don't read too much into it. So that's a little bit behind the Advent um, wreath, which is kind of one of the more focal points in church. 
So I think that pretty much hits the nail on the head. Yeah. So a lovely part of Advent is music. Yes. That's what that's what people come to church for, the music, right? That's well that's Ooh. yeah. That's why I show up. <laughs> In terms of music, the thing to remember is with Advent, it's the days between the first of December and Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas itself is that day. Mm. So do you flood the whole month with Christmas songs? Do you not flood the month with Christmas songs and save Christmas for Christmas Eve? How mm-hmm. does that yeah, What's been I, your experience in church? Well, I've been at churches where there was a, a handful of people who were adamant we do not sing Christmas songs until Christmas. And now I didn't know this either. The 12 days of Christmas are actually, it starts on Christmas Day and then counts forward. And so it's kind of the season of Christmas. But yeah, so Advent songs are this whole other group of themselves. Let's, let's kind of dig into those. But first, like, do you have a favorite Advent song? I don't know if it qualifies as an Advent song or a okay. Christmas song. I think it qualifies as an Advent song, uh-huh. but the First Noel is always my favorite. That's a good one. I don't know why I gravitate towards it, but whether someone's singing it or it's like an instrumental or something, yeah. I always love it. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, the, the, the songs of the season are just amazing. What, I've got kind of two, and they always kind of jockey for first. Uh, one is uh, O Come, all, uh, sorry, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Um, and I just love the, the way it starts and the way it builds. And, and you just get this really kind of reflective, but very, like you get the sense like we are really waiting on something here. Um, and then the other one is Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. And there's just been some newer renditions of those that have been done that I can hear them and it just immediately takes me into the season. But with that in mind, tell us about some of the music that we are planning to sing and we will be singing and, and what your thoughts are as, you've, as you're looking ahead to the month. Well, my main thought is, at least for myself, I don't want to drown a service in, you know, Christmassy music. Kind of need that breath of something a little different. Mm -hmm. And also the other side of Advent to remember is not only are we acknowledging the first coming, we're also looking forward to the second. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, the goal is to infuse some other kind of contemporary worship songs up, still kind of keeping things upbeat or just going with the right feeling. So this past week, it felt really, really early to just kick out with Christmas stuff right off the top. Just yeah, we didn't, we didn't do of, Jingle Bells yet, so that was okay, right? Yeah, we didn't do Jingle Bells. <laughs> we stayed away from rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> so I think we did good. But just coming off of Thanksgiving, it's literally December 1st, first Sunday of the the month. And it's like, man, I don't want to... The songs that would fit would be the first Noel. And I don't want to start a service like right off mm-hmm. the top with the first Noel. That seems odd Mm -hmm. especially just coming off of thanksgiving yeah and then that's still a long ways to go yeah that's right (laughs) that's still a long ways to go till christmas day so it's like well we're talking about peace let's start with one thing remains because there's Mm -hmm. those there's peace in knowing that no matter what we face we still have his love at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and then following that it's like well we got to go somewhere from there where do we go and we went with blessed be your name. And the reason being in the first and the third verses, they're more on the positive side mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. word wise. What is it? Blessed be your name in a land that is plentiful. Yeah. Blessed be your name when the sun shining down on me and the world's all as it should be. And those are kind of peaceful. It brings peaceful imagery to mind. So that's mm-hmm. why I went with those. I dropped the second and the fourth verse to kind of save time and keep things on that peaceful, keep it on the peaceful imagery. And then after that, we did went into our Advent candle lighting. Mm-hmm. 
and we broke out O Come O Come Emmanuel. So yeah. there you go. You yeah. got your song. I did. Thank you. It was a little, it wasn't difficult to do, but finding the right way to go about it, because I joked about this with Brian a little bit. Whenever I hear that song, I always imagine, you know, monks in the long robes <laughs> and the hoods coming out singing that song. So I was trying to avoid, them. I always wait for them, but they never show up. <laughs> Rather than calling the monks this past Sunday, I tried to make it a little a little bit more contemporary, especially since I don't have an organ to yeah. go through the notes. But tried to strip it down, make it a little more contemporary. And then to ring in the season a bit, we did a new song called Pieces Come. Mm-hmm. That was I like that one. That was, I think that's the first time I heard it was this Sunday. I think it's been out a couple years. Okay. But... I felt like that was a good way to at least transition into that Advent slash Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the service itself was a good way to transition into things. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with Advent happening, we've got a lot going on. But on Sundays, we'll be lighting the Advent wreath. Uh, we'll be talking about how we watch and wait for Jesus. If you're looking for some more resources, there's there's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, our Advent workshop coming up in the early part of December this week will be a great opportunity for kids. Um, there's a podcast called pray as you go, which is a daily scripture and meditation reflection. Uh, so pray as you go, you can find that anywhere you find podcasts. Um, that's not ours, but it's an, it's an amazing one. Um, and then we do have an Advent playlist that I put together, I think two years back. So if you find us on Spotify, we have a um, citrus church Advent playlist with some of the songs of the season. All right. Sounds good. And as always, you can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, Overcast, Google, Google Podcasts, yeah. Apple Podcasts, or the easiest one, as I like to choose, is citruschurch.com. Yeah, wrong one. Citruschurch.org mm-hmm. slash sermons. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. I work well, for the church. Have... I don't need to visit the page. <laughs> exactly. We made the page. Well, I look forward to seeing everybody through the season of Advent. Thanks for listening. Make sure to visit our website, citruschurch.org. If you found refreshments in this message, share it with a friend. And hey, God loves you.